This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to The Huddle Podcast. I had an interaction that I wanted to share with you all today on the podcast with uh, one of my students in in my classroom. And so, uh, again, as I've shared here on the podcast, uh, as well as working my online business, I'm also a full-time public high school science teacher during the day. And I recently uh, enacted a new policy in my classroom where... Um, students are no longer allowed to bring out their cell phones. I had found, you know, last year cell phone use was sort of a problem, but I was able to manage it um, just by walking around the classroom, you know, asking students to get off their phone, stay focused, quit playing that game, whatever the case may be. But this past year, I had found that the cell phone use had really just, there had been a big uptick in students that I had found playing games. I found one kid, he was like streaming Netflix on his phone, like in the middle of my class, right? And so after evaluating all of that, I just decided to change my cell phone policy to where the cell phone needs to be put up before they enter my class and it needs to remain in a pocket or a bag or what have you um, until class is over. And so I enacted this policy, and I knew that a lot of students wouldn't really care for it. It went pretty well uh, in the beginning, but there's been some creep, all right? And so over the course of just the last few class periods, I have more students who are pushing the boundaries, and those cell phones are coming out again. And our policy was, hey, if you bring your cell phone out during class, I'm simply going to ask for it, and I'll put it up on the lab table at the front of our classroom, and you can collect it at the end of the day. And if you don't want to do that, then I'll give you a discipline referral, and you can go talk to uh, our administrator who handles those issues. I'll call home. I'll talk to your parents uh, or guardians, whatever the case may be. And we'll go from there because I'm not going to fight you over the cell phone, and I, I can't be everywhere at once. And so I can't monitor what everybody's doing on their cell phone. So I made this policy. And again, I knew that it was not going to be super popular. I knew not everybody was going to agree. And so today, one of my students, um, they had, they, I actually gave them a warning, which I did not have to do. I told them, you know, without warning, if I see your, your, your cell phone or your headphones out, then I'm just going to ask for them, right? So I saw this student, he had his, his um, headphones in. I just, you know, I gave him a warning, told him he needed to put them up. So the student went, you know, asked to go to the restroom later on in the class period. And when he came back, he not only had his headphones back in, but he was on his cell phone. So I came over to him. I said, hey, go ahead and give me the cell phone. You know, you, you violated our technology policy. Um, and he was like, oh, man. And so he went to put it in his bag. And I said, no, man, you need to go ahead and give it to me. And I'm going to put it up here on the table. I'll give it to you, you know, at the end of class, right? He didn't want to do that, so he put the you know cell phone in his backpack, and I was like, hey, man, you need to give me the phone. And he said, I'm not going to do that. And I said, okay. I said, if this is how you want to play it, then you know it's going to be a discipline referral. Are you sure this is the decision that you want to make right now? He was like, yeah, I'm not giving you the phone. I said, okay. You know, go, you know, go have a discipline referral. Talk to, to our administrator um, who handles that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's just the way it is, right? And... Um, so, you know, that's what happened, and, and I tried to work things out with the student when he got sent back into my classroom. He did put his cell phone on the table up at the front like he was supposed to, and I just talked with him, had a real honest conversation. I was like, look, man, you know, um, I know you may not agree with the policy. I get that, but the rule is the rule. It is what it is, 
And uh, I was just, I shared with uh, one of my other classes, you know, I was like, look, you are going to face in your life situations where people in some sort of authority position over you are going to set rules that you disagree with. Okay, that happens. That happens for everybody. Like, I could be driving down a road, right, and the speed limit is 35 miles an hour. And I'm like, this is the dumbest speed limit ever. Like, I should totally be going like 55 miles, 60 miles an hour down this road. Nobody's here. Why is the speed limit 35 miles per hour? I can disagree with the speed limit. But the moment that I actually break that speed limit and get caught, there are consequences. That is real life. And I'm doing a great disservice to students if I don't teach them about real life. You're going to have employers or people that you're working with that are going to say, hey, this is our policy. This is what we're doing. And you're not always going to agree with those things. But guess what? You're going to have to deal with it because that's real life. And so, you know, I just shared with them. I was like, look, my cell phone policy is not a perfect policy. And I realize that many of you, um, probably most of you, use your cell phone appropriately in class, like to do schoolwork, to take notes. You, you are staying focused. You are on task and you are handling your business. But that's not true for everybody. And I can't be everywhere at once. The class sizes have gotten bigger this year. So we've now got classes of 35 students. And I can't be 35 places at once to monitor what you're doing on your phone. It was a lot easier the year before when most of my classes were like 24 students, right? But now with so many extra students, it's just very, very difficult to do. And what I really, I took several things away from this today that, that I'm wanting to share with you here on the podcast. And, and really, the, the, I think the biggest thing that I want to share with you is the idea of creep. And I mentioned that, um, you know, earlier, uh, you know, earlier in our, in our podcast today when I was telling my story about the young man who, um, you know, didn't want to give up his phone and how students in general had, had taken to this policy pretty well and they hadn't pushed the boundaries, but now it's been, um, it's been a little, you know, a little bit more than a week and students, there's a little bit of creep. And so what I mean by this, what I mean by creep is that, um, very slowly, uh, over a period of time, things are starting to move back into a, um, a disfavorable direction. Things are starting to move back towards something that's negative, uh, something that's not good. And we all have creep in our own lives. And if we don't manage it, it gets out of hand very quickly, right? So I have students who are pushing the boundaries with my cell phone policy. If I turn a blind eye and I don't enforce the rule that I set, um, before you know it, believe me, it won't take long. Every student in my class is going to have their cell phone out while I'm up there teaching, okay? Or just about every student will. Um, and that's what I call creep, okay? Over time, things sort of creep back into disorder. Um, I guess, you know, better scientists uh, or science teachers than myself would call it entropy, you know, entropy, uh, kind of the, the famous example is you have a, a stack of papers on your desk and they're, they're uh, in a very neat stack, but slowly over time, papers get strewn about, they get thrown all over the desk and those, those papers move into disarray. And, you know, that's just sort of a, a layman's look at, at entropy, uh, chaos, you know, and moving, moving toward uh, chaos and disorder from, from organized and, and ordered systems. 
And we all have that in our lives. So what are some areas, I challenge you to think about this today, where you maybe are experiencing some creep? What are some areas of your life where if you're not careful and if you let them go, then you'll end up way off course with your goals, with the person that you want to become, with the person that you are, if you just let it slide. Where is the creep in your life? Okay, where are the things that are slowly shifting toward disorder and disarray that you need to handle right now? And, you know, again, this, this is a struggle for all of us. We all have these things, but identifying them and treating them as a very real threat is important. Because once things get really out of hand, they're a lot harder to deal with. I want to tell you a story about when I worked out at camp. And, uh, you know, I've talked before on the podcast, some of the best summers of my life I spent staffing at a summer camp uh, out in Central Texas. And... My first year, I was primarily at the fishing pier. I did a little bit of archery instruction as well. But I was out at the the fishing pier, and students uh, or uh, children would come by to, you know, obviously go fishing. And it was a pretty regular occurrence that, you know, students, uh, I keep calling them students because I'm a teacher now, but the, the campers, the kids, you know, they typically came from a city environment rather than a rural environment. So many of them did not know how to properly cast out a fishing rod. Well, because they didn't know how to do that, we wound up with a lot of tangled lines, like a lot of tangled lines. So out at the fishing pier, I was really focused on getting um, campers to, you know, continue fishing as much as possible. I wanted them to enjoy that experience. So what would happen is a camper would come to me and say, hey, my line got tangled. Can you fix it or can you help me? And I would come over there and I'd say, sure, give me the tangled rod. I'll untangle it. Hey, here's a new rod. And I would give them a brand new untangled rod from the fishing uh, rod cabinet. And they would get to keep fishing and I would go over to untangle the fishing rod. Well, this was seemed to me like a really good solution to the problem. But the issue that I encountered was that before I could actually untangle uh, the fishing line on that rod, another problem would come up. Sometimes it would be another tangled rod, in fact. So I would do the same thing, and I would say, here's a brand new rod, I'll take this and I'll, I'll untangle it later. And I kept thinking, well, after the campers leave, I'll have a little bit of time and I can untangle all these rods. Well, it didn't work out that way. Uh, There was a lot to do. It was very busy. It was my first summer and I was still learning a lot about how to operate the fishing pier and how to do my job as a staff member. So what ended up happening is that over the course of just a few weeks, a lot of rods ended up in the corner of the fishing rod cabinet and they were all tangled. And then over time, they had gotten tangled together with each other so they had become even more of a mess you see where i'm going with this i was experiencing creep okay slowly uh, over a period of days those fishing rods that i had not dealt with were actually becoming worse they were becoming more of a problem so one day one of the assistant directors came down to the fishing pier 
and I actually happened to be untangling some rods. He asked me what I was doing, and I let him know, well, I have these uh, you know, rods, and I told him exactly what I just told you about what was happening. He said, well, let me see them and you know, see if I can help you untangle them. So I opened up the fishing cabinet, and he obviously was not expecting to see nearly as many rods as he did. I had at least a dozen, and honestly, probably more like 15 or 16 rods that were all tangled together in that fishing cabinet. He got pretty unhappy, let's just put it that way. And I hadn't seen him get quite this unhappy. He was um, really shocked, and he just really couldn't believe it. And he ended up taking the rods, and after seeing how bad they were, he went over to uh, one of the edges of the fishing pier where there was a big trash can. And he took that trash can and he grabbed it kind of angrily and he brought it over to the fishing rod cabinet and he took those fishing rods and he threw them in the trash can. Now, whether he was right to do that or not is debatable because I really think those rods could have been untangled. All you have to do is snap the line and if anything else, you would just need to you know, put new fishing line on there. There really was no reason to throw away the fishing rods. And I think I even, this has been several years now, but I think I even said something to him. This is probably about 12 years ago now. And, um, and I think he said something like, it's not worth your time. See, I had let this creep get to such a level that it was absolutely not even worth my time, at least not in his eyes, to deal with it and to untangle that whole messy situation. So again, I ask you, where is the creep in your life and are you being diligent to watch over that area and to make sure that you're not falling into disorganization and disarray. Because let me tell you, you can get to that point just like I did on the fishing pier where it may not be worth your time to actually untangle that mess. And you might be in a situation where you have to make some really hard decisions at that point. And I don't want to see that for you. So as always, today's podcast episode is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening today, and I look forward to chatting more with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.